Welcome everybody to another season of the. What is this called? Cole? Uh, the Jason Cole Father Something Podcast. Jason Cole Father Something Podcast brought to you by the Magnetico Creative Network. What's up, buddy? What's up? How's it going? It's going good. Season two, season two. What are we doing for the fans this year? Because last season was a practice season. We stepped the game up with new equipment. Yep. And uh, so what are we going to do this year? Because last year was on the Mets. We're going to talk about all sports. All sports. So this is an all sports podcast. All sports podcast. Today we got the homie Carolina Sin in the building. What's going What's on, going y'all? On Sin? He's going to be helping out with the show, producing and topics and whatever else he can help us do. So let's mm-hmm. get right into it and let's talk the Super Bowl first before we get into the main topic of today's show. I knew the Chiefs were going to win. You knew the Chiefs were going to win. I bet with the, I Is bet. that what you called? Huh? Did, did you? I you, called the Chiefs were going to win. You know I almost called the score, right? What would you call? I said 30 to 20. It was 31-24. Oh, dang. <coughs> so my buddy... Don't say no names, Cole. He uh, he plays several bets on the game, <laughs> and uh, one of the bets that he had was the rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. And at the end of the game, when he took the knees, he had like he negative. Dipped him so under, many, and it dipped him underneath. Oh, he was so. Oh, funny. I bet he was <laughs> trying to run the clock out at the end there. Terrible. That's terrible. I went with the 49ers. An Uber driver talked me into going yeah. with the 49ers, and. You said you agreed with me on our podcast, and then I you did, betrayed me. But the Uber driver was so convincing; like he what sounded like he knew what he was talking about. I was I was thoroughly impressed with his take on the game, and it did not. It did kind of go. I have not been wrong about football since we started doing these things. Uh, you, you're right. You're right. But uh, what do we? Uh, what's what's your feeling, Cole, on everybody blaming Shanahan for the loss? Like, can you really, can you touch on that? I mean, everybody's saying that his play calling and everything caused you know caused them the game. He, I guess he was the OC in Atlanta when they lost blew the that lead to the Patriots. Lead to the Patriots, and now saying he went to San Francisco as a head coach and blew this lead. So, do you put a lot of the blame on the coach in that? No, I don't, because even though the coach calls the plays, the players have to execute that play. My man. And if they don't execute it well, then they don't play well. Yeah, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, hold, on yeah. hold on. You got to put them in position. Like, I am, I am a firm believer of what you just said under most circumstances. Now, and, and I played, played ball too. And, but if you, it's not that you can't execute as a player but if they if the coach puts you behind the eight ball, mm-hmm. then it's difficult even if you do produce. Right. So the first half, him basically conceding with that time clock management, they could have at least went down and got three. Yeah. Well, okay. So in that I didn't put it together at the game when I was watching it. That Shanahan, like I told you, I didn't watch NFL this year. So I'm not even like knowing Shanahan was the coach of the Falcons at the time when it was happening. When I was watching it live, when it was like five minutes and 35 seconds left, and they came in and they were running the ball, trying to use the clock. And then on mm-hmm. third down, they threw it, and then they ended up having a punt, gave the ball. It was almost like they were playing conservative at that point. With five minutes left, with the lead, 
when first downs, you can run out the clock at that point. They, they I don't agree with that part of it, but if the if the tight end makes the catch or doesn't push off in the first, I guess my point is that I'm trying to make, not doing a good job of it, is that situation. Why are we not propping up the coach? <clears throat> so this man. No. So so uh, Mahomes throws that interception with like four minutes left, or that should have been it, right? They come out passing. They only use they like have, one minute run, off the clock. They the should have run the ball to the right. clock. Even Troy Aikman was like, he literally like, so uh, Garoppolo was under center. And Troy Aikman's like, well, we all know what's getting ready to be run right now. What, what play's coming right now. It should be a run play. Snap. Pass. See, I, oh, okay. You're right. <laughs> and, and then they threw it again. You're they right. took one minute off the clock, and they're up by 10. So, no, you, what you're saying is right. It was actually five minutes and 35 seconds, and they were throwing passes instead of, yes. Right. Yes, I got it backwards the way I was explaining it. That was the point of the game where I looked at But the other side of that is if they, if they make those plays, and move the ball down the field and use up a minute and a half, two minutes, and then start running the ball and run the clock out, the game's over. No, but the thing is this. I mean, up by 10, you just have to run the ball. Right, it's a two-score game. I could understand it a little better. Not not much better, but a little better if it was a one-score game because you don't want to leave them with too much time. You got to be maybe a little aggressive. But with a two-score game, you run – you can run – Three straight run plays and run off three minutes. Right. If you don't even if you don't even if you lose yards, they go down and score again. You get they either have to kick an onside kick. Chances of them recovering that's slim. You can run three more minutes off, three and out again. If you like, you just don't you yeah. don't turn around and pass like that. So I don't think it's a. We all agree <clears throat> that the play calling and the decision making by Shanahan was questionable. But the ones that are going after him of, you know, he's blown the two biggest leads in the Super Bowl or the two biggest comebacks were against, like, that's not all on him. How old is how old It's is not he? all on him. How old, how old of a coach is this guy? He's a young cat. He's young. But his dad's helping him. Like, his dad's yeah, but dad. But, I mean, he's a young coach. He's going to learn and gain experience. You've been, been to two Super Bowls. Yeah. How many coaches have been to two Super Bowls? You know, you, like, a lot he's of not coaches. a rookie, though. He's not a rookie, but I think that's where it's kind of like where we discussed about Holgram. If he didn't win, what he would be thought of by being an older coach that's gotten there so many times and hadn't won, but one of them. So he wins it, and then he's on a pedestal now. So like with Shanahan, we got to judge him at the end of the career. So he's 40. He's 40 years old. Oh. What are we canceling Shanahan for as a coach? He's been in the Super Bowl twice. He's 40 years old. But he's been coaching for 15 years. I don't give a damn. (laughs) I just don't want to cancel him. You know, like. Here's the thing. Everybody in the stadium, everybody at home knew those run plays were coming. Mm -hmm. That's that is equivalent to not running Marshawn Lynch. Everybody, at the one yard line, but that, but that calls for, for more of a reason to throw the ball. It didn't work, but if everybody knows you're going to run it, 
And everybody's you still doing run. Forty seconds off the clock. I understand that. The, yeah. I mean, it's that's textbook. There's yeah. there's times when you go for two and times when you yeah. don't. That's I'm not just, disagreeing with you. Yeah, and I agree with you, Cole. I mean, to a point, you know, I see both of your sides on it. Um, but I do agree. Coaches put players in position to make plays. There was some. Yeah, if they make that those plays, then they win. Right, we're having a different conversation. Yeah. So I mean, and then you. We love how genius, aggressive he was all the, the way through the end. Genius of Shanahan, how aggressive he was, right. and Stephen A's on his side, like so. Right. But it was a good game. It was a great game. It was nice. And, I'm not a New England hater, but it was nice seeing a Super Bowl with two different teams, other than, you know Tom Brady not being there. So what do you Thank think you. of the halftime show, Cole? Huh? We're going to get into the halftime Ooh. show on the Boy, Carolina. The haters came uh, out. We're going to get into it on the Carolina Don show, but Boy. what um, What do you think of the... I'm glad my fiance doesn't download this one. <laughs> what do you think of the halftime show quickly? Um, Yeah, I had to go to the bigger TV. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Cole, Cole needed it life-size. Cole said, I got to go to the bigger TV. I was we watching it in the living room, right? It was... Cause we, cause there were like three TVs in the house. There was one outside. There was one in the other room, and there was one in the living room where like everybody else was. There was nobody else on the bigger TV, and I'm like, I'm going to the big TV. That's it. Cold dipped, and we didn't see him again. What? <laughs> it was a good halftime show, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> we don't need to talk to you much about the halftime show. So Cole has, uh, since we're changing the format, we're not just gonna talk Mets. We're gonna talk all sports. Cole. And me were having a discussion, and I'm not the biggest Bucks fan anymore. Like I, I used to. I be, don't get why. I used you're to not be, a big football fan anymore, though. Well, you're right. No, I'm a big college football fan. Like yeah, I ain't missing a Gator game. Um, Gee, Gators. Yeah, but when it came to the Bucks, I used to be like that with the Bucks. Like I didn't miss it. Like right. it was Sunday and one o'clock for whatever time they was playing, I was watching. I remember the first game of the season against Forty ers I just, I so Cole, <coughs> Cole wants to convince me on why I should start caring and following. Now I used to follow the Bucks, the draft, like who should we get? Like I just the last five six years, I've checked out. Well, before Cole goes to convince you, mm-hmm. why? What do, What do you think the reason is? Well, number one, I think the. The GM hasn't been held accountable over the last so many years. Okay. Made some bad decisions, and he's still there, from my understanding. Uh, I do not like our quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, don't have any faith that I he's an NFL championship-level quarterback. Right. Like even, even if they get to the playoffs, and if he's our quarterback – I have no faith that we're going to win a big close game with with him. Now, right. if we got to come back in a game, mm-hmm. you know, he, he makes dynamic plays sometimes, but just he's not a good enough decision maker to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, so, not. and I don't see anything changing with that. Disappointing I, that we picked him number one. We had we finally have offensive weapons. I mean, the offensive football part of it. That's what I think. That's where I lost it to answer the question. Is when the offense after Gruden left, and I didn't necessarily like the way Gruden ran his offense, but because he should have used All Star more. But he won us the Super Bowl, and ever since then the offense was so bad it was boring football. And then I lost interest. And then that's because the defense got bad too. The defense got bad, uh, and then the Kaepernick stuff happened, and I just like I'm tired of hearing about this. I don't like this team, like the way they're playing. I got better things to do on a Sunday, so 
I quit watching. I cold, but I'm still a Bucks fan. I wear Bucks stuff. I, I support them. I want them to win. So Cole was trying to convince me to get back into it. He wants me to take him to that little preseason thing we did, like we did the one year. Yeah. Go over there and do all the little uh, obstacle courses and stuff. He had a good time with that. And we can still do that. We need have, to. Yes. I don't have to watch the Bucks to take you there. But um, I do want to, you know, sit out at the pool and have the TV on and have the Bucks game on. Right. I don't even do that. Like, I just didn't care. So Cole convinced me on the he, – he tells me the future's bright. So, it like, is bright because this draft, we can go out and get a good quarterback like Joe you Burrow. Say, you they're say, not going to do it. Yeah, you say go out and get a good quarterback like it, like they're going to do it. They're not going to. They're not going to get Joe Burrow. Because they're not smart. Well, or he's probably going to get picked before. Now, <clears throat> yeah, we got to get rid of the general manager. The only thing that did excite me was the Tom Brady talk. I was excited about that. I go to a game. I don't even go to Bucks games. You're about him coming to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's not. <laughs> I would have. He's a 42-year-old I don't man. care. I don't. Oh, he's still dope. He's better than um, 30 Swanson. interception guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, Jameson is so cocky. He's like, he swears if I, if I, you know, if I get, if I didn't do the, if I didn't throw the interceptions, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Dog, what, but that's what you're doing, though. Yeah. And and let me give a shout out to Jameis Winston because I am a Florida Gator. I am not a Jameis Winston fan. Right. But shout out, shout out to Jameis Winston for what it's worth. You had a little incident in a Uber or a cab, I think. But he's had a of, few incidents. Yeah, though. But, but for the most part, as hard as people are looking, I do agree. He's the, cleaned the, up his ass since he came out. When you hear somebody criticize Jameis Winston. It's because of the play on the field. If he was doing great, there would be no criticism. I yeah. mean, people yeah. would ride with him. So it's not like people are just coming out and that he's doing these awful things in the community. And that He's doing a lot in the community. I mean, I listen to local sports radio, right. so I do hear. He seems like, like a good kid. But he made some mistakes when he was younger. Whatever. So my, my feelings towards him has nothing to do that he came from Florida State. Mm. It's just that he's not. I wanted Mariota player. over him. Oh, yeah, me too. I but feel that, like when we got uh, DJ mm-hmm. and we had Mike, I mean, like, Mariota, I think, would have been a better fit. So what do you think? Oh, would you like Mariota over? Oh, yeah, for sure. He was great on the Titans. He, w- he just got into a slump some years, but he still would have. Not thrown 30 interceptions in a season. <laughs> That's at least two interceptions a game. So tell me why. Tell me why the future is bright. Because why I see we still got our general manager and our quarterback. Um, The Bucks in the draft, they have so much potential to get. We can get a running back, some secondary, you ain't a telling quarterback. Me nothing. <laughs> we could get every position you're, that's out you're there. You're hoping. You know what I mean? Tell me, tell me why. Forget about the draft. Tell me about the players on the team now that are special. Our offense, we have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Now, Chris Godwin had a good year, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Fast receiver. So, all right. We have threat. We have weapons on offense. I know that mm-hmm. we got good tight ends. That's what's going to be the worst is that we wasted them yeah. on Jamison Winston. Yeah. I mean, we got weapons. It seems like our defense is getting a little better. Mm-hmm. We have some good um, Shaquille Barrett. That's the kid out of LSU. Mm-hmm. Okay, so made the Pro Bowl this year. So you think with the who's our, how about a running back? Peyton Barber. Is he good? He's. He's a decent running back. I mean, 
We we could get somebody better, but oh, we do have a new coach though. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Yeah, and he's dope. Yeah, I like the coach. I like. Um, <laughs> he will change the mentality around there. I like. Um, Used from, to be a Cardinals coach. Yeah, I think where Bruce Arians messed up, he should have been the one calling the plays. I think Leftwich, Leftwich, is a up and coming offensive mind and. I think he'll do a good job, but you put a lot of faith in him, and you know you're a legendary coach in your own right coming in. But maybe he sees the bigger picture. Let me let me ask you this: Would you would you ever get this way with the Gators? Get what way? Were you just not watching? Not ooh, um, right. That's yeah. the that's the number one reason why you should get back into the Bucks because you're a fan. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause you gotta ride with them through the tough times. I agree. I just I put so much. I go so hard for the Mets and the Gators. Right. I don't. I don't have the energy with the Bucks. Cause <laughs> There's I no don't leftover. Like, the NFL game is so. I'm not gonna say bad. It's just the regular season of the NFL isn't as exciting as college football. Well, especially when you're losing. Yeah, if we if 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 they were out there twelve and four, the energy would be different. Yeah, you're right. It'd be the Keyshawn Johnson effect. Yeah, when they were winning, there was no problems. All right, go what? So we need so, so we need a general manager. Uh-huh. Can't draft that. We need a quarterback. But even if we draft where we're at in the draft, we're not going to get a great quarterback. They're not even predicted to take a quarterback with the first pick. No. So. We definitely should. But because the best player on the board is the only way I think we take a quarterback is if for some reason Tua drops that drops to us. Yeah. Tua, I wouldn't touch Tua. So if he, I mean, if Tua drops he, to the Bucks, I would touch. If him he again. heals, if he, that's what you're 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 betting on is that his recovery is yeah. fine. And from what I understand, he's doing great. Like nobody expects him to drop. Yeah. But I'd I mean, if Tua's worried. on the board, it's hard. I'm hard pressed to not take Tua. Yeah. Isn't that Alabama's quarterback? Yeah. I'm not sold on him. I mean, even before the injury, I'm sold on. <clears throat> Alabama preparing players to play at the next level. Yeah. I, I, there's something to be said for that. Definitely. And there's something to be said about playing in the SEC. Being right, because you, doing you it. play the toughest but ball Alabama, clubs. Alabama, they're just so dominant. Right, they're he a has, system. Yeah, he has they're so a machine. Time, like, yeah. It's kind of like Clemson, like watching that quarterback from Clemson play. He's good, but when you watch a game of Clemson versus North Carolina, even though North Carolina is not like a scrub, scrub team ACC, they're so much better in every position. Right. That Tua and the long-haired Scooby-Doo kid, they... Right. I mean, I get what you're saying. They could be so masked. LSU to an extent, too, with Joe Burrow. Right. You know? But, I mean, Joe Burrow <coughs> Joe Burrow's He's special. If he drop, well, this probably isn't going to happen, but if he drops down to, I'm pretty sure we have the number 14th pick, yeah. we probably should take if him. If who drops, Tua? No, Burrow oh, or Burrow's Tua. Burrow's going like Burrow, first or second. Yeah, Burrow's not going to be there for they, sure. They project him to be second. What are yeah, they the projecting? defensive player 
is the number is the most talented guy in the in the draft, Listen, but he may not go first. Don't don't sleep on the fat cold that we're doing this show, and uh, you know producer Sin will help us. We'll get credentials. You know what I mean? We'll get some press passes. <laughs> I already looked into it when we were doing the Mets thing, and they were in New York, so you could go through that process and get the credentials and everything. And right. as long as you're putting out constant, consistent. But, you know, content. Right. You can get you a press pass and go over there and ask questions ask in the maybe go post conference, post kind of training camp, and maybe get an interview with somebody for the show. So, Chris Godwin. Hey, don't don't Mike sleep Evans. on that if you want to do that. If you got goals, obtain them. This season number two, man. We, we got a good sound, good studio, producer. Hey, let's get some press pass. Let's do it. Let's go to practice. Let's get an interview. Let's make that a goal. For next season, we got to get a Bucks interview for, you, no. for the show. I mean, we almost had an interview with um. It, it, we could get a starter. Uh, Desh- no, not Deshaun. So <laughs> it was uh, Mike Evans. What? No, the Mets had oh. um Keon Broxton. Oh, that's and uh, Cole's mom, Jen, my wife. I'm gonna sound bad if I just went on with that. Your baby mama. <laughs> she uh, was friends with Keon Broxton's girlfriend. Or not friends, friends, but they worked together, and um, so she reached out to her and said we was going to be in Miami, and Cole had a podcast, and so she was going to set up the introduction. So the least that we were going to do was try to get a drop from him, but we were he was um, going to get to meet him, but we were going to try I, to do a little quick little spot. So, um, pretty sure that day he got <laughs> yeah. called down to AAA. So he wasn't going to Miami. So, I mean, this is like the, what, a month and a half into the season? I feel like we could easily get some phone-in interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Phone-in interviews. Because I've been... That's, about that's what we were going to do. Like, we were just going to meet Cam Broxton and, like, record it on our phone. Yeah, like that's we all we were doing do. at that time anyway was recording mm-hmm. on the phone. So we were just going to go hit the record button. Hey, how's it doing? Just Cole from Jason Cole follow something podcast and just record. Ask him if we could record the conversation while he met, right. and then put that out. But it didn't happen. He got he got dropped and then traded, and uh, he got traded to what was that? Was it the Brewers? I, I think I don't, he came from the Brewers. I forget where he went, but um, but let's let's make that a goal. Like, yeah. It's important that you have goals in life, and I think that's an obtainable goal. Mm-hmm. So you know you can you learn. Yeah, and then we get up in the press box. Yeah. Um, another goal is to have another. I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be here the next year in Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Really? We so we went Super from Bowl? Miami to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're going to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll give us press passes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, that would be cool. No, like you say that, like. There's nothing. You go over there and you go to events around Super Bowl time. If we plan it, and we take some days off during the week, and you go over there when first takes and you're doing their shows and stuff. Right, you'll see people. Oh yeah. And if you got some kind of media credential, we can, we can easily set up a little portable thing. Yeah. So these are all things that you know. When you told me you wanted to do this, Cole, I was like, all right, Cole, this is what you got to do to put, you know, to do it. Because like, then everybody goes. They, listen, the Hall of Famers are going to be there. People who didn't make the Super Bowls go be there. Right. And when we started this, Cole, at first it was, you know, you said you want to be a sportscaster. And then I looked at it and I was like, all right, worst case scenario, I'm spending at least 
an hour a week talking to my son. And we're talking about things that we like. Cool. So we do that. But then it's like, well, we're putting stuff out there and people are actually listening. So we really need to put in the work and give them something fun and entertaining to listen to. Right. Mm -hmm. So we started getting more in depth with it. And then, but then when I was looking at like, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Let's right. get some let's good, go all the way. let's get some good sounding stuff. Not that it didn't sound good before, but there's a definitely a difference in the car or the yeah, headphones. Yeah, because when you put even it on. though it, it was easier to do it on the phone, like you just had to tap a button and then talk. This is way better because even though we have to set it, set it all up, it sounds way better. I mean, we don't have to do much now. Studio stuff. Yeah, it's just, good to go now. Just hit hit the button and <clears throat> put the headphones on. But let, let's if we're gonna do it, let's do it. And it's the same thing with the other shows we're working on. Like, and I, that's the other reason I started the other show. Now, if you remember when I said that I was gonna reach out to Sin about this show, uh, the Carolina Dawn, it was same thing. Worst case scenario, on Sundays, we'll get together with a friend and we're going to talk. That's good and healthy, just doing that, right? Right. But then it's like, well, if we're going to do this, then let's do it. Let's, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to get an interview. Let's get who we respect. Follow that path. Yeah, who do we respect? I was getting the homie Theo Lodge. Right. Bring them in. Let's talk to them. So, but if you remember, the whole point of me doing this was to inspire you guys to be motivated and if you got goals go get it that's the thing you're gonna learn sunday son when you're here and that's what this podcast is about it's called the father son thing podcast for a reason you you around men and we're gonna teach you life all right and mm -hmm. when you see the energy next sunday from the interview and you're gonna hear things like hard work dedication commitment those things that are Things that you're at the age where you it needs to sink in, and you need to say, "Okay, Dad said let's get an interview." Well, take ten minutes a day and focus ten minutes towards that goal. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Google stuff, watch YouTube videos, right. like see how other people have done it. You watch all these YouTube videos on all these different things. Take some time and invest it into your goals. On what you want to accomplish. Okay? Because you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want a goal of having an interview with a Bucks player, then make it happen. Alright? I mean, I don't know how I'm going to watch YouTube videos on that. Or, but You'll be surprised what you can Google. Oh, yeah. They make videos Man, on everything. I guarantee you, Cole, if you <coughs> Google how to get my first sports guest from a sports team. On my podcast. They're going to run through you're it. You're going to find a ton of stuff. And if you just, so next week's show, I want you to find, I want you to report back and tell me something you found to help that. Because you've got plenty of time. That's my homework. you got plenty of time. Baseball season's starting. You know, you got to keep up with what's going on with that. But mm -hmm. you didn't convince me, convince me that the future's bright. Because, <laughs> but y'all did convince me and I'll start caring more about the books. All right. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here on the season two, episode number one? This is episode number one. Yeah, we did some practicing. That, that was practice. I thought. I gotta make it feel real for you to get the best cold. We had a good episode <laughs> last time. When we did, did you post it? It's in the vault. Yeah, it's in the vault. All the recordings are there. Hidden treasures. <laughs> Can always pull it out. A best of, or if we got to be off a week, we can pull it out. So. Mm -hmm. 
Anything else you want to discuss? Any other sport topics, hot topics? Not really, no. So we good? So you got to come yeah. to the table with four hot topics each week. Yep. So each week, okay. you got to find four stories. Because you was on it last time. Yeah. And this this time, he was, he told me he was going to tell me all about the Bucks and, and why I should stay with them and give me all these statistics of these players and everything. But uh, he's too busy building this Madden team. Right. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about, commitment. I bet bring, you I could beat that team. Bring to the table each week what you want to talk about, what you want to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then have your own take on it. Right. And your homework assignment for next week is to bring us a couple of ways that you're going to try to either you're going to be able to do or you're going to need help from us to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we'll do anything to help you. But it's got to come from you. It's got to be you want it. I want nothing more than to go over to One Buck Place. Right. You know. uh, Is it still called Raymond James? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, go over to the the training facility and be like, yeah, this is Jason from the Jason and Cole Follow Something podcast. Uh, Cole's got an interview. Right. We've got got four first passes waiting for us. And this stuff's mobile. You know, you can take this and... and, uh, Set it up to a microphone. Could. Yeah. This is right here. You can take it anywhere. So you set it up there. Boom. Record the interview. Boom. Head on. And that would be you recording. It wouldn't be me. It's going right. to be you. You would be there. I'd be there. You, you can't drive. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be there. I'll set it all up for you. But that should be, you got a lot better chance at making it at this than me and Sam. Right? You 12. Right. <laughs> You got your whole life. I'm 13. 13. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. You really turned 13? <coughs> Are you 13? No, you're not. Yeah. He's always messing he with like, somebody. He like 10. He's always messing with I'm somebody. I'm 12. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Because you always mess up my age. No, and that's another thing. Don't ever take this platform for granted. You got people listening to you that you have no idea who they are. That's right. Okay. You had over a thousand listeners in season one, and that is something that you should not take for granted. Because you don't know a thousand people. Right? And they could have been doing anything else in this world. And they were listening to your voice. And so when you get on this microphone, you remember that you got a responsibility to bring good content. And people were listening. Okay? And entertain them. Okay? We can go back and forth and banner and be funny. But they're listening because they invested in you. Got an interest in You know the, some people, personally, that are listening to you. But... There's people, your show has people in Canada listening, Mexico listening, all around the United States, in all different states. Our show, only people in Florida. Only been, right after two shows, only been under 100 people. You had 1,000 on 12 shows. Don't take that for granted. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay, so again, thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you. And I will see you next week. This is Jason and Cole Follow Something Podcast. Peace. Peace.